Well, can you believe that Carson Wentz is now a cult? Who? Where? <laughs> when? How? Today. Today. He's a Why? cult. Today. Oh, holy crap. Because Jalen Hurts so good, baby. Come on, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, that- uh, it's a thing. Holy yeah. cow. It finally happened after being rumored for like three weeks. At least it's not the Bears. Or yeah. maybe I wish it was. I don't know. I mean, for that price, that price is nice. Let's get into it. The price is the price is right. The price, the price is, is wrong. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! That's right, ladies and gents. Carson Wentz, no longer an eagle. The uh, the Indianapolis Colts of all, of all teams are willing to take on the eighth highest paid quarterback. Uh, would you? Do you think that Carson Wentz is a top eight quarterback in this league? Ooh, um, quarterback is so weirdly defined now. Because it depends on what you're looking for in a quarterback of do you want like a guy that sits in the pocket or do you want a super mobile quarterback that maybe can't throw that well, but you have your entire offense designed around him like Lamar Jackson. I feel like Carson Wentz can kind of give you some of the best of both worlds where, I mean, he's got a strong arm. Uh, He can move a little bit, scramble. Got a little shimmy. Do I think he's the eighth best yeah, do I think he's the eighth best? Co- he kind of looks like me. He's got some red. He's got that beard. He's kind of got the receding hairline, although I don't have that. I Screw was going to say, That's don't insult yourself. Um, no, yeah, it, this is this is not going nowhere. Um, I do. I don't know if he's the eighth best quarterback, but he's definitely in the top half. Okay, I'll I mean, give you that, top, he's in the top fifteen. I, I've. I, I feel like you have to be. You have to have a top. 15 quarterback, preferably higher. Um, and Brady's won so many Super Bowls recently that I guess it doesn't really matter. But I feel like you have to have a quarterback that's at least in the top half of the league. And the Colts didn't have one. Um, so if you don't have one, you can't win. So I never think the price is too high to pay for a quarterback because uh, you you have to have one to win. All right. I'm I'm going to answer that remark with this did you know that in the super bowl era no team has won the super bowl if their quarterback consumed more than 13 percent of the team's total salary cap that's interesting in the history of the super bowl no team has won a super bowl if their quarterback has consumed more than 13 percent of a team's total salary. Well, total total cap. I will guess that that will end up changing at some point because that would basically guarantee that Mahomes never wins another title, which I don't see happening. Um, but uh, the reason for that is once the quarterback takes up so many resources, they're now able to pay all the people around him to keep him healthy and and do all those other things. But specifically Mahomes when it comes cap to the Colts, last year was 5.4 million. His cap hit this year, 24.8 million. 
Yeah, and that's only going to continue to skyrocket. 31. So 31 just real quick. when, it, Yeah, so I, I get the Carson Wentz uh, and, and the amount of money that he's going to make. But the Colts have a ready-made team, right? Like, their defense is above average, especially against the run. Um, they have a great offensive line. The Eagles had one of the worst offensive lines. The that's Colts funny. have... That's, that's complimenting how bad the Eagles line was. Right. It was terrible. Right. Like, I mean, Wentz was dropping back and he was, like, ducking because he was afraid of getting hit. Yep. Um, you, you think about the Colts running backs. Like... You have Jonathan Taylor, you have your guy with receiving out of the backfield and like they, they have two, maybe three great backs when by the time you throw Wilkins in there, um, they Frank Wright is a great coach. He's already coached Wentz. He clearly believes in him. He was basically an MVP caliber quarterback under Frank Reich uh, before he got hurt that year. They have overall better weapons in in indy i mean if you look at the the players that wentz was throwing to it's embarrassed like i i don't know how they could be that bad and not surround somebody that you took what number two overall in the draft with just yeah. no weapon like travis fulgham who was pretty good for a couple weeks there last year Jalen Rager clearly has talent, but he was hurt most of the year last year. Deshaun Jackson, Greg Ward, the piano man, Alshon Jeffrey, JJ <laughs> Arcega Whiteside, who, <laughs> who they drafted over DK Metcalf. Like, sing us and, the song. And by the time you throw in the Iron Man, sing us the song. You're tonight. Alshon. Ouch! <laughs> And then, so you have Dallas Goddard was hurt. Ertz was hurt. Like, he had nobody. And so, he has better weapons in Indy. I believe in Carson Wentz. For fantasy purposes, I don't know where he ends up being ranked for me, but it's probably higher than I wish it, <laughs> than I wish it was, just because I don't think he's bad. And I think on that offense, he'll be good. Pro football focus, grade, rank, by year, Carson Wentz. Uh, we'll just do the rank. 2016, 21st overall quarterback. 2017, fifth. Got him that payday. 2018, 14th. 2019, 14th. And this last year, 31st overall. And you're paying him top eight money. Yeah. And the Eagles couldn't wait to yep. get rid of him, taking on the largest dead money cap hit in NFL history at $33.8 million. Um, I, you got to think that the Eagles were still disappointed in the trade after seeing Stafford go for two firsts. Um, yeah, but part of that was the Jared Goff salary dump like True. really it would have been a first it would have been a first and second round pick i believe or, or whatever that ended up being so essentially you know it's they're paying fairly close to the same price because uh a lot of people are looking at the rams giving up a first round pick to dump the golf salary so um 
you know, very similar trades and Wentz is a little younger and, and has more experience with the coach. What if I told you that the Eagles originally gave the Browns two firsts, a second, a third and a fourth to trade up to draft Carson Wentz in the first place? <laughs> Uh, probably still better than the than what the Saints gave up for Ricky Williams. Also, much better than what the Rams uh, or what the what the Washington Redskins are. It doesn't RMP mean it's good. Team. You're comparing one pile of turds to compared to a slightly bigger pile of turds. Like it's still a pile of turds. That's true. Um, all right, I, I guess I'll I guess I'll go to this now. Um, so. What is it? Since 2009, from 2009 to 2016, um, would you like to guess the number of quarterbacks that were taken in the first round that are still on their teams? Oh, Lord. 2009 to 16. 2009 seven, to, to, to s- 2009 seven, till now. Seven years. Seven years. Eight, eight years. Uh, yeah. No, to 2009 to 2016. How many first round quarterbacks are still on their their current roster that drafted them? Well, 2009 was what, 12 years ago, so I doubt that some of them are still playing. That's a long it's a long time. So, 7 years, there's probably 3 to 5 a year in the first round, so that gets you to like well, I don't know, 20 to 30 and then well, it's 8 yeah, there's zero. Really? So here, here are all the first round quarterbacks since 2009 to 2016. I have them all for you. Matt Stafford uh, just got traded. Lions, 2009. First overall pick for, for the Lions. The other first round picks that year that were quarterbacks were Mark Sanchez Gross. and Josh Freeman. <laughs> Josh Freeman. Uh, this is courtesy of Pro Football Talk. Uh, 2010 Sam Bradford for the Rams and Tim Tebow for the Broncos awful Uh, 2011 Cam Newton Jake Locker for the Titans Blaine Gabbert for the Jaguars and Christian Ponder for the Vikings (laughs) 2000 2012 Andrew Luck for the Colts, Robert Griffin for Washington, the Thrill Ride, Ryan Tannehill for the Dolphins, and Brandon Whedon for the Browns in 2012. 2013, there was one quarterback taken in the first round. Okay. It was the Bills, and it was EJ 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 Manuel. Manuel? God, that guy was terrible. (laughs) I moved. So I moved to Pennsylvania after college. And I lived about an hour north of Pittsburgh. And so it was like halfway between um, like Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't that far away from Buffalo. Buffalo was only a couple hours. And so we had a lot of Buffalo fans at the local establishment that I frequented on Sundays. And I cannot remember. I cannot tell you how many friends I had screaming profanities at EJ Manuel on a regular basis every Sunday. It was fantastic. But just oh, like, EJ Manuel, he was so bad. In, in encouragement or in like No, because he was terrible. Okay, so clearly hatred. Okay. 
All right. Well, hey, now they have Josh Allen, so they'll be good for a while. All right. 2014, Blake Bortles, Johnny Manziel, and Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, 2015, famous Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. And 2016, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, and Paxton Lynch for the Broncos. <laughs> so, and then t- 2017 is is Mitchie, Mitchie Trubisky. Um, theoretically, you know, he's not going to be on the Bears. Yes, Mahomes will be on the Chiefs forever. Um, but, I mean, do we really know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson? Um, he kind of seems like he's out of town. So, like, you know, drafting first round pick quarterbacks um, hasn't really been that successful. And I mean, it's it's one of those things where it feels like the, like clearly they cannot evaluate if a quarterback is going to be good. Like they, they just can't do it. They, they have no idea. They, they throw darts at the board. They don't know. So I feel like, well, yeah, when you're at the top of the draft, you have to take a quarterback. I mean, that list right there, there was what, maybe like three successful quarterbacks, four, maybe five. Well, this is um, a there fun. Were, there were first round picks over the last 12 years that are still with like, it's just unbelievable. That's a great list. Another list I have for you, which I think is just about as fun and a whole different conversation mm-hmm. is about moving up to get the quarterback. These are all guys that were traded up for by their teams that eventually drafted them. The Jets moved up three spots to draft Sam Darnold. They gave up the number six overall pick, the 37th overall pick, and the 49th overall pick, a 2019 second round pick, to get Sam Darnold, who has done nothing. Gotta shoot your shot. The Bills gave up three picks for Josh Allen. Worked out. I think. Turned out. I think that one worked out. The Cardinals gave the Raiders three picks for Josh Rosen. Did not work out. Ew. 1579 and 152 for the 10th overall. 2017. Bears. And Mitch. They didn't really trade that much. The number 367, 111, and a 2018 third to move up one spot to get Mitch. They got a they got a second round pick the next year back or something like that. So it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't I mean that much. We we've talked about that ad nauseum. I still disagree with that they even made the trade. I was fine with a bunch of QBs that they had there, but obviously, uh, the Chiefs they, they picked the worst of the three. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it's hard to do. Yeah, the Chiefs drafting Pat Mahomes traded up. To the Bills, they gave the number 27 overall, 91, and a 2018 first-round pick for the 10th overall, where they took Mahomes. Buffalo selected Tredavious White after trading back. Hey, that guy was supposed to stop Tyreek Hill when they played, right? The guy's a stud. He got burned by Tyreek. <laughs> Everybody gets burned by Tyreek. The Browns. The Browns traded back and gave the Texans Deshaun Watson. The Texans gave up the 25th overall and a 2018 first round pick. The See, Rams. Up works. Sounds like it works. The Rams traded up the, with the Titans to select Jared Goff. 
The Rams gave up the number 15, 43, 45, 76, and the 2017 first and third round pick. <laughs> For a guy they would trade a few years later. I for a 34-year-old quarterback. <laughs> I can't believe the Rams don't have any first-round picks for the next four years. I just uh, I don't know how that's possible. Browns. Browns with Carson Wentz. We already talked about it. The Browns. Uh, the Eagles traded the Browns. The number eight, 77, 100, a, 21, a 2017 first-round pick and a 2018 second to move from eight to two. To get Wentz. Oh my God. The Washington trade. Washington gave the Rams the sixth, the 39th, a 13 first round pick, a four and a 14 first round pick, which ended up being the number two overall pick that year. Yeah. Yeah. They got hosed. Yeah. They did. I believe when they played Washington one year that they literally had all of their captains be all of the draft picks that <laughs> they, they gave up. Yeah. For, for all the guys that they traded, they yeah, drafted with all those traded. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh I, man, but I, yeah. Then the last one's uh uh Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> the God. Jaguars traded the 16th and 49th to move up six spots to select Blaine Gabbert. I'm just saying, maybe instead of maybe instead of trading up, maybe there should just be less of that. Maybe you shouldn't want your team to trade up. Maybe they should just pick whoever comes to them. Unless I don't know. Pat Mahomes was traded up for, I guess. To me, that's the only argument out of any of those guys. Maybe I mean, Josh Bill Belichick trades, trades back every year in the draft, and that worked out for a while, but obviously has kind of caught up to them. All right, real quick. When it comes to Carson Wentz and even Jalen Hurts, and I, I know we have not done our, our rankings for next year yet way too early way too many players are going to be moving around um we'll we'll talk about a couple of those here shortly but i i just want to read you basically the top 10 quarterbacks from last year and i want you to tell me when you would say stop before you'd put jalen hurts or carson wentz in the packing order just assuming that let's just for the sake of argument let's say everything stays the same and um, I'm just going to start and you stop me. All right. So Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Not going to say it. Not yet. I, 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 well, yeah, who's I, next? I, all right. Um, Ryan Tannehill. I would take Tannehill over... That's close. Getting close, but I would probably still take Tanny. Tom Brady. Gross. No. Justin Herbert. I would take Justin Herbert over them. Lamar Jackson. I would take Lamar over both of them. Okay, so that that was the top 10 this year. Okay. Now, I'm going to kind of deviate here before I keep going. And I'm going to read you some guys that got hurt. Or have been traded already. Would you take Matt Stafford over both of them? It's close. I would take Stafford over Wentz. And probably I would take a swing on Hertz. Okay. Understandable. Dak Prescott. I would take Dak over both of them. If he's healthy at training camp. 
Joe Burrow. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be healthy at training camp, but if there's a miracle and he is, I would probably still take. uh, It's just. That offensive line, but he's got the weapon, you know, know. the indie passing role has not been prolific since luck. And so we're talking years now. It hasn't really even been fantasy viable. So like Wentz doesn't two years. Yeah, well, years now. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> and then Hurts with a new coach. I don't know. They didn't draft him. So No, right. No, I know. So, uh, yeah, probably Burrow if he's healthy. Okay. Um I I'm going to say it. You're going to hate it. Uh, you know, what? I'm I'm going to go back to 11 first. So, the 11th ranked quarterback this year was Kirk Cousins. No, I would take Wentz or I, Cousins tore up the second half of the season. And it still makes me mad, but I don't know. Something about it. Okay. I no, I would take Hurts yeah. for sure. Okay. Matt Ryan. The guy is like the number two quarterback every other year. It's just a thing that happens. He had a down year last year, which means he's going to be the number two next year. Okay. Uh, Derek Carr. No. Ben Roethlisberger. No. All right. Um, I guess this is probably the last one. Uh, assuming he's the starter, Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Jameis's job. I firmly believe it. Um, if but, it is Taysom, the point- then I probably would take Taysom over Wentz. I would probably take Hertz over Taysom because I feel like Hertz is a better Taysom. Yeah. So, I mean... You're, you're looking at Jalen Hurts somewhere in like the 12, 11, 12 range. Yeah. Um, you you have Wentz probably slightly behind that coming somewhere in the 15 spot. Um, just just based on based on those guys. I, I would also mention that, hey, uh, Carson Wentz two years ago was the 10th ranked fantasy quarterback uh, through 607 times, had 27 passing touchdowns, 4,000 yards. Um, 240 rushing yards like hey i i think he can get it done um he's probably gonna be a late round safe pick that you can have that some weeks he'll have three touchdowns some weeks he'll have zero because taylor and naheem hines are getting them or or whatever but it's like hey i don't think that like, I understand if you'd want to take a swing at Jalen Hurts, um, at least a little bit, um, because, I mean, he was really good those last couple of weeks. I mean, his fantasy points in, in four-point passing leagues, uh, starting in week 14, 19.2, 37, 18, and 16 to round out the year. Uh, keep in mind, he had uh, his rushing yards those four games were 106, 63, 69, <laughs> nice, and 34. <laughs> Um, so that's not like, changing, right? He's going to have the rushing yard floor. Um, but I, I, you know, I guess one last thing for me, Carson Wentz is going to a division that has a bunch of really bad defenses. So, I mean, he's going to get to play Houston twice. He's going to play the Titans twice, and he's going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars twice. Like just that right there. Or instead of Washington, 
the Giants and the Cowboys, that is an instant, instant easier schedule. Um, Oh, without a doubt. So I, I think once and Hertz are going to be relatively close to each other just because I think Indy's coach and weapons and line are just far superior. Um, but again, I, I don't think we're talking about either one of these guys being a top six quarterback next year. So does it really matter? Yeah, eh, probably not. Um, do you think that the receiving core does better with Wentz than they did with Phil? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, it should be noted that uh, the TY is a free agent. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they bring him back or not. Um, they have Michael Pittman Jr. there. Um, they have a smorgasbord of, uh, of tight ends that you have no idea who's going to score on a weekly basis. Uh, Trey Burton kind of was fantasy viable last year. Um, and I mean, if you think about it, Trey Burton was productive in the Eagles offense when Frank Reich was there with Carson Wentz throwing him the ball. And, you know, when, when Ertz was hurt, Trey Burton was great um, in that offense. So, you know, that's somebody that's sneaky um, that, you know, it, and Trey Burton's a free agent, it turns out. Um, so it's, it's possible that, you know, they would resign him to kind of try to take over the tight end one role. Um, is, I don't know, is Doyle still there and, um, whoever else, but yeah, I, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, this is, this is going to be a deep, uh, deep draft for wide receivers again, um, coming up and, um, uh, they are going to need the receiver help. So, um, that seems like a, an offense that could really use a, a plug and play guy or two, um, but they, they do a lot of checkdowns to to Naheem Hines. And and so I, 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 do, I do just having a better offensive line is going to help Wentz enormously. Yeah, I, he's going to have fun getting rid of the paranoia about getting sacked after a second and a half like he did. Oh, God. In, in Philly. Um, it'll be interesting, though, because I feel like the whole checkdown thing has always just been sort of like Phil Rivers game. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much of it is part of. Wentz's game um it'll be interesting to see just I think that that offense is probably better with him than it is than it was with Rivers and Brissett before him it has to be even like push last year aside it has to be better I think that that the Eagles or excuse me the the Colts are probably the one team in the league that made the most sense for him to go to like more so than the Bears the Bears are not a quarterback away. We have our own unsigned You're player only issues. A quarterback away. I also think that the price was extremely reasonable. Like you told me he was traded. I was like, oh no. What what did the Bears give up? Because it was like it was a discussion over multiple firsts at one point. And I know that the uh Eagles ownership at one point complained about the lack of you know what they felt was Come on, somebody give us appropriate <laughs> offers. Yeah. Um, the conditional first, I think, is interesting with the whole 75% played or 70% and they make the playoffs. They'll they'll definitely is that they'll, just, they'll be kicking that in. Is that just their way of saying that Wentz can't stay healthy because he hasn't for the last couple of years? 
I or he not played last, game last, last year, year he was okay, but was it the year yeah. before he missed a couple? No, I think he played in every game that year too. That, so I don't know. That was interesting. Yeah, I uh, hey, I I do believe in Carson Wentz. Uh, I think him getting a a change of scenery, um, seeing the that Colts blue, um, getting that horseshoe on his helmet. Um, hopefully he gets one up his ass and uh, he can perform for a year. <laughs> oh, well, that was probably the one. Do you think it's the last big trade to happen in the offseason ahead of free agency mass hysteria? Yeah, before free agency, before we get to the draft. Uh, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting because, um, you know, we'll have to kind of see what people uh, what teams do with the franchise tag. Um, theoretically, Dak Prescott's going to get tagged. Theoretically, yep. Alec Robinson or Chris Godwin could get tagged. Um, no, uh, Godwin is an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, I think they could still tag him though. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Um, so I like Hunter Henry will probably get tagged. He's a free agent. Um, but yeah, I, I think probably. But hey, it's the NFL. You you never know. Teams are in like most teams are in really rough cap skate cap shape. Um, the NFL and the players union uh, agreed to raise the the floor uh, from one seventy five to one eighty uh, from a salary cap perspective. So that gives teams five million dollars to play with, and they're really going to need it because they were not anticipating the cap really ever going down, and we're kind of banking on hey inflation. Like we can give these players more because the salary cap will go up. Uh, you know, we'll continue to go up and we'll be able to fit everybody else in. And now right. all of a sudden, like you can't and they're like, crap. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, let's chat about some of these 2021 unrestricted free agents. Do you think that a lot of these guys and shout out to Mike Clay for uh, putting out a great list of all of the uh, top unrestricted free agents at each position? Yeah, um, that's great. Do you think that a lot of these guys might try to sign one-year deals um, in hopes that this is sort of the last COVID-affected season when it comes to fans and that maybe the cap will go up the year after? I'm very confident that all of these players will sign for the most amount of money they can get from any team, regardless (laughs) of the length of the deal. (laughs) Like, and and I'm not, I'm not trying to like make fun of the question. I'm just saying that like basically any contract in the NFL is always a one year contract because they can just, just cut them. So well, it's all about, the guaranteed money goes away yep. and all the cap. It, yeah, I'm just yep. it was more of a question about like thinking about how like LeBron always intentionally signed shorter contracts so he could get out of them faster, even though his teams wanted to sign him to longer deals because he wanted the ability to opt out and sign deals uh, elsewhere. Um, and take advantage of increased cap space. So that was sort of my thought there. Yeah. Um, and the teams are like, okay, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You're LeBron. Well, yeah, that's fine. Like, <laughs> like they're your, Hey, I want to come play with you. Okay. So how about a three year <laughs> deal? How about a two year deal? How um, about a three? Yeah, no, two sounds great. Actually. Yeah. Let's, let's just do two. Um, yeah, no, for the, the NFL is all about guaranteed money. Um, whoever's going to pay somebody the most guaranteed money, they take it and they'll just worry about next year when next year gets here. Um, you know, with the amount of injuries and the short shelf life that a lot of these players have, um, it just makes sense. You, you take the most guaranteed money, regardless of two year deal, 
one year deal. Um, just show me the money. Show me the money. All right. Well, let's talk about some of these top quarterbacks available. Dak, do you think he resigns with Dallas? Uh, they're going to franchise tag him theoretically um, for the second year in a row um, and try to work f- towards a long term deal. I um, I don't know how like I I'm not a Cowboys fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't know how they would have any cap space to do this. By the time they paid Zeke and they've paid Amari Cooper and they have Dak with CD Lamb and like I like my God and how much they've paid that offensive line historically, like their defense must consist of guys like you and me um, at this point, (laughs) because I I don't know how they have any cap space to do anything. Um, But yeah, theoretically Dak will stay in Dallas. Um, I think I agree there. Mitch, what do you think Mitch does? The rest of these quarterbacks just suck. Like this is a prime example of why the Colts traded for Carson Wentz because we just went from Dak Prescott, who's probably not really an unrestricted free agent once he gets the tag, to like maybe the second best quarterback being available is freaking Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, that's pretty rough. There's no like that's, that. Yeah, I have no idea. Mitch is going to be a backup somewhere, probably. I think Mitch would do great in Pittsburgh behind Ben for like one or two years, even though they just signed Dwayne Haskins. Just finish out Ben's career and then, but maybe by then you can fix the, fix the basic mechanic issues that Mitch has. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, too ingrained in him at this point. I would also say that the Steelers might cut Roethlisberger too. There's been talk about them not committing to him either, which would be interesting. I mean, his average depth of target was like, I don't know, a foot. So <laughs> Cam. Cam, I don't think it matters. I don't Cam, think he Cam's showed. Toast. He didn't show anything after he got sick. He showed a lot for the first couple of weeks, but after he got sick with COVID, he came back and he was nothing. So yep. toast. he's going to probably latch on on a one-year deal somewhere, but I don't think there's any way he starts. Or, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe nobody will sign him. Yeah, uh, Cam Newton almost makes the most sense on Baltimore. Uh, RG3 is no longer there. Um, it's a running offense. You might as well just plug him in if Lamar were to get hurt. Um, so wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Uh, next up, Jameis. I feel like he probably stays in New Orleans. Any thoughts Taysom there? Hill, baby. Gross. That's not going to be Taysom. It's not going to be Taysom. It will be Taysom Hill. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. Where would you like to see him? I feel like he's a the competent Bears. quarterback. I honestly, that was one of my thoughts. Was the Bears? I feel this like he'd be okay. Him. The town would love him. They like we go, we'd go crazy. We'd go crazy over him until he had like the three or four interception game, <laughs> and that like I just dude, okay. it'd be awesome though. I would. Yeah. There's a couple guys in here that I would still be okay with over Foles, like. I would take Fitzmagic over Foles. Up next is like Brissett. No, Tyrod Taylor. Absolutely not. Andy Dalton. I would probably take over Foles. And I think that's the list because the rest of these guys don't matter. Stink. Yeah, it's bad. Um, what about Whiteout? Allen Robinson heads up the list. Where would you like to see him go? No idea. Um, besides staying on on the Bears because that's where I want him to be 
It'd be kind of fun to see him go back to Jacksonville, wouldn't it? Um, I, I don't, <laughs> With T Law. Yeah, I don't know what his uh, what his relationship is with that front office. Um, but I mean, couldn't you see him going back to Jacksonville? You got Trevor Lawrence there, uh, Lavisca, DJ Shark. Um, is Keelan Cole's a free agent? But I mean, I mean, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Actually, they have they have mm-hmm. the most cap space in football, um, and they'd be looking for that bona fide number one for for Trevor Lawrence. So, just saying, that kind of makes some sense. It could, it could maybe work. I'm not going to argue that. Um, yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Outside of that, I mean, he didn't he turn down the Packers to sign with Chicago? I feel like the Packers could probably still use a number two receiver. Granted, that would God. Could you imagine how much better that they would, would be? Stupid. That would be no. amazing though. Yeah. If the Packers get any of these really top, crazy. If the Packers get any of these top five guys, Godwin's next. Godwin has to stay in Tampa. Because Tampa has Antonio, I would think so. Tampa has Antonio and Godwin He's a free agent. as being free agents. So I'm just saying they're gonna they're gonna try yeah. to keep Godwin. I think over AB. Do you think AB latches on somewhere? Yeah. Tom Brady loves himself some Antonio Brown. I, I would not be surprised. I mean, Mike Evans already said that he'd restructure his contract to try to run it back. Um, God, they're so good. It's hilarious. Yeah, I know. Um, Juju, do you want him to stay in Pittsburgh? No idea what Juju Smith-Schuster does. I, I mean, I literally have no idea where where he could go um, or what he would do. I want him to leave. Him. And I want him to leave because I really like Chase Claypool. And I really want Chase Claypool mm. to be on the field every play because the guy is absolutely incredible. So if that takes Juju going somewhere else, I'm not a hundred percent opposed to that. Um, yeah, makes some sense. Uh, ne- next on the list is Will Fuller. My assumption, I mean, he's going to miss the game, uh, miss a game because of his uh, his PEDs. Um, if if uh, Watson ends up getting traded. I have a feeling Will Fuller is going to follow him wherever he goes. I hope so. Um, I'll follow you. Through. Um, I <laughs> I just see like it, for me that just makes sense. Um, I, I don't know if that's the Jets. I don't know if that's the Dolphins. Um, those seemingly being the two likeliest destinations for Watson. Um, both teams could use a number one wideout like Will Fuller. Um, so it to me, it, wherever Watson goes, Fuller goes. Um, Kenny Galladay is next on this list. Free agent coming off of just an injury riddled season. Yeah, um, he'll be after cheap. being a top five fantasy. Yeah, after being a top five fantasy wide receiver the year before. Um, oh, sorry. Kenny G was six. Um, 65 catches, 11 touchdowns two years ago and just did nothing this year. Um, talented dude. Him and Marvin Jones are both free agents um, for Detroit. Jared Goff will be throwing the ball to TJ Hawkinson, and that's it. 
Yeah, I uh, you got to think that there's probably not a whole lot of motivation to try to keep him in town, given the turnover on the coaching staff. I don't think I would be too shocked to see him go. Um, man, that's that's rough because he's so good. Detroit, if they let him walk, they're going to be so horrendous. I mean, they're already going to be horrendous. They're going to be extra horrendous. If they let Kenny G, yeah, I, I think they'll resign. Yeah, I, I think they'll resign Galladay. Uh, I think Marvin Jones is a is a bye bye birdie. Yeah, I think he's um, just just real quickly run. Yeah, to, to run down some of these other players, uh, Corey Davis uh, for Tennessee uh, had a good year this year, uh, um, but uh, he was a first round pick a couple years ago and never really never really turned it on. Uh, Curtis Samuel for Carolina is just okay. Kind of an interesting player um, in that offense. I don't know what he does outside of town. He's incredibly talented. Um, Just didn't have the role. I would love to see him in Green Bay. Okay. Uh, Sammy Watkins uh, will play like six games. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, um, free agent, kind of getting old. Doesn't matter. Nelson Aguilar. Caught, caught some bombs for Las Vegas, but historically has had bad, bad hands. Uh-huh. Uh, so just real quick, uh, John Ross, AJ Gross. Green, Rashad Gross. Perriman, Fitzgerald, Josh Reynolds, uh, Keelan Cole, uh, Rashard Higgins for Cleveland. He might matter more Kinda than any of those bit. other guys. Uh, Kendrick Bourne for San Francisco. No, nope. um, David Moore for Seattle. Nope. Um, kind of sneaky, kind of a sneaky guy uh, when he actually got on the field. Um, that's pretty much the list for wide receivers. And a- as we go to running backs, I feel like this is a super interesting list. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones. I mean, with Rosenhaus representing him, you got to think it's going to be expensive if they want to keep him in Green Bay. I'd be shocked if he resigned. I think he'll probably. Signed a, a very nice contract somewhere else. Um, where would you want him to go? I'm trying to think about teams that need running backs. I mean, the big thing last year. I mean, it seems like Arizona. It seems like Arizona's like a fun little place for him to wind up, especially yes, with Kenyon Drake really being a fun. free agent. Um, I'd love to see him in that, San Francisco. That's Fran. just something that I don't want him to go there. He'll get hurt. Because that's what running backs do in San Francisco. They get hurt. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's where running backs go to get oh, hurt. Oh, man, I would love to see him um, in San Francisco. So, yeah. No, that's fine. I I mean, if he could stay healthy in that offense with that scheme, I sign me up. Incredible. Uh, next up, Chris Carson. Um, rumored that he will be leaving Seattle this season which is unfortunate i guess i get it because of the injuries uh evidently seattle also feels like rashad penny can still be the guy yeah i was gonna say with with carlos high being a free agent as well um if if penny becomes the running back there that's interesting if he can stay healthy and yeah, break a tackle a little later in a draft with the number one running back yeah absolutely um I mean, lot, he's a number lots, one right Lots now. of change after the draft, but yeah. Um, 
super interesting. Uh, who's up next? Kenyon Drake. I don't think there's probably any way that he resigns in Arizona. Do you? I've never been a fan of Kenyon Drake. I was I gonna say I don't think, think he's, he's particularly overly, that great. Overly mediocre. Yeah, I think he's just an overly mediocre running back that had a couple big games two years ago. Everybody overdrafted him, and no, you know. A guy further down on this list that I like more than all of these people between them is Jamal Williams. I think he ran really hard in Green Bay. I think he could be good. Uh, and then you also have playoff yeah. Lenny behind yeah, him. He, yeah, he's... Uh, I mean, Jamal Williams ran like he was trying to literally run through a wall. Um, and Not many players hit the hole harder um, from the running back spot than him. And and keep in mind, like we've already said Aaron Jones, we already said Jamal Williams, and the fact that Tyler Irvin's also a, a free agent, like that basically leaves AJ Dillon all to him lonesome uh up in Green Bay. Um, I mean, I think AJ Dillon's gonna get way, you know, he's probably gonna get taken in the first round, um, or early second round. Um, kind of as we start looking forward to draft season, uh, I would not be surprised to see him ranked in those spots. Um, yeah, I like, there are just so many running backs Yeah, there are that are free agents and that like, they're all going to be splitting carry. Like these guys are not going to go to a team and not get carries. Like it's just not going to happen. I mean, it just depends where they go. Right. Like if one of these guys goes to San Fran, they immediately step in as a number one role or yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think about other teams that need running backs. Like. Man, that the Jets. Well, yeah, there's the Jets. Even the Bills probably could use one. Um, the Dolphins, yep. unless you're going to stick with Gaskin, which you probably won't. So, I mean, there's teams out there that need guys. Um, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah the, the the problem is there's just so there's so many of these guys that Pittsburgh, whichever one lands in are Pittsburgh, serviceable. And that's that's why you should never pay a running back a lot because there's just enough serviceable guys, right? James Conner's a free agent. No idea where he's going to end up going. Uh, Gurley and Atlanta could use a good running back. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see some of these, you know, one of these guys land in Atlanta. Uh, playoff Lenny's probably going to go back to the team that'll play the most playoff games, which will probably be Tampa Bay. Um, Lev Bell is a free agent. Mike Davis, very serviceable, obviously, as a free yeah. agent. Um, for, you know Frank Gore is going to sign somewhere, the ageless wonder Frankie Gore, and get his eight, eight carries a game Do you? at I think age he's 37. Done. He has to be done. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. He, <laughs> he, he's got one more run. He's got one more run in him. Oh, my goodness. And then what? Tight end. I mean, there's a couple notable guys there. Hunter Henry, you already talked about him probably getting in the tag. Uh, you got Johnny Smith in Tennessee. You'd like to think that he would probably be re-signed there. And then Gronk. Gronk has got to come back for Tom, don't you think? Yeah, he's going nowhere. Um, you know, they have their... Uh, oh, hey, we just won another uh, championship game. And him and Tom are just doing the go in nowhere. We ain't <laughs> go nowhere. We cannot be stopped now because it's bad boys for life. Like, 
Yeah, the, he's never leaving Brady. So, question: How old? By the way, former WWE champion. How old? How how old is is Gronk? Yes, is he like thirty one? Yes. Yeah. How old? Yeah, he's, he's not even that old. How old is Travis Kelsey? Uh, thirty one. Yeah, right? didn't they're, Yeah, they're didn't both thirty one. Yeah, I think we covered this last time. Yeah, just it's crazy. incredible that they're even the same age. I totally agree with you. But uh, other other tight ends, uh, Gerald Everett, which who hold the phones? You are, are you going to go on a, if, if, a thing about Gerald Everett? No, no, no. No. Do you remember what Tyler Higby did when when Gerald Everett didn't play for the Rams a couple years ago? Okay. And he went on that binger where yeah. he was basically wide receiver two the last seven weeks. Like, hey, if you're going to tell me that Higby is going to get some snap chair with with uh, Maddie, Maddie Stafford. Hey, I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, hey, if Hawkinson can do it, Higby can do it again. So just saying, um, I will probably be a little higher on Higby than you. Um, if especially if Gerald Everett does not resign there, um, other, I guess, somewhat notable players, uh, Jordan Reed, Trey Burton, Jared Cook, Richard Rogers. Um, it's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure we'll be too far apart on Higby, maybe unless you have him in like the top six, which I mean, you might because you're crazy. Um, but tight end is always just such a crapshoot after what, like the top three guys after yeah. Waller, Kittle and Kelsey. I mean, pick, you know, take your pick. So, yep. Uh, spoiler alert. That's part of my draft advice for this coming fantasy football season. If you don't get one of those three guys, just wait till 10th round. Yeah, uh, right. Kelsey Waller, Kittle, uh, Robert Tanyan uh, was in a distant third. Um, TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, Logan Thomas. Um, just trash. Logan Thomas. Yeah, buddy. No, not so much. Yikes, spikes. Nope. Man. Um, um go ahead. Yeah, I don't know how you wanted to end this, um, but I, I thought we'd start a new off-season segment. Okay, what's your segment idea, please? Um, it's me reading one of my daughter's children books. <laughs> You're going to put our listeners Thoughts? to sleep, literally. Well, I mean, that's what bedtime stories are for. If you're listening to this in bed. Hey there, how's it going? <laughs> um, but we could uh, can can help you fall asleep. Um, if <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts want to try it? No, no, that's fine. Just let's let's just do this. Please Did read you, me a bedtime story. Do, do you? I mean, do, do you want to do something else? No, before this I is the, no story? we are already way too far into this. You have to at this point. OK, um, this uh, this is called Snowmen at Night. Here's the cover. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a novel. 
Are you going to read it to us? I'm going to try to I'm going to try to do this by reading it off of the screen here. I have, I have good eyes. So one wintry day. Oh, hold on. I need to move my microphone. So I'm talking into that's it better. better. OK, sorry. So here we go. One wintry day, I made a snowman very round and tall. The next day when I saw him, he was not the same at all. Mm, intriguing. His hat had slipped, his arms drooped down. He really looked a fright. It made me start to wonder, what do snowmen do at night? I think that snowmen start to slide when it gets really dark. And off the lawn and down the street and right into the park. They gather in a circle while they wait for all the others. Sipping cups of ice cold cocoa made by snowman mothers. And, <laughs> and then the snowman games begin. They line up in their places, each one anxious for his turn in the snowman races. And after everyone has had a chance at racing once or twice, they go on over to the pond to do skating tricks on ice. And sometimes they start giggling and then they act like clowns. They bump into each other until they all fall down. Oh, Jason. They gather up their snowballs and the pitcher takes his aim. And underneath the moonlit sky, they play a baseball game. We're coming to the grand finale here. No one knows just how it started, but soon it's quite a sight. With snowmen throwing snowballs in the world's best snowball fight. And then it's time for sledding. It's a wild ride down the hill. A wahoo! They yell. This is by far the snowman's biggest thrill. And finally, they're all tuckered out and getting sleepy. So they slowly gather up their things and one by one they go. So if your snowman's grin is crooked or he's lost a little height, you'll know he's just been doing what snowmen do at night. Can I get another wahoo? Wahoo! <laughs> um, <laughs> It's like uh, like Luigi when he uh, hits the mushroom in Mario Kart. So, wahoo! Um, so that was, how'd it go? So my first that was kind of a longer one. Maybe I should have started out with a shorter one. But uh, Snowman at Night. Um, Twelve out of ten would have you put me to sleep again. Oh okay. Are you going to listen to this? Uh, you will, because you'll have to edit this. Uh, you I, can just yes, listen to that over and over listen. again. I, I do, in fact, have to listen to this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.